Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks, Jared Bob here, uh, coming at you. And uh, out of the gate here, I'm going to start with something. So if you've been following us long enough, you know, we like food. Um, both Bob and I enjoy cooking. Uh, we like to, you know, come up with all kinds of different concoctions and combinations. And your final thought, actually, in the last episode was uh, pesto on a chicken parm sandwich, right? It's like this. It's what we do. We talk about food quite a bit on this show. Um, I would say food it might be our, it's probably not our finest work, but it's probably our most not interesting either. I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like we're right when yeah. it comes to food. But like, I feel like from, we have, but not not from like a chef perspective because I ain't no chef. Right, right, right. But yeah, like we have pretty solid takes when it comes to food. Right <clears throat> when it when it comes to politics and when it comes to sports, like yeah, we're both pretty knowledgeable in sports. But like, especially when it comes to politics, like you know, we're just assholes, just a couple of assholes. Fuck, I, don't, um, I, I just sit here and ask questions the whole time because I don't get it. Yeah. And so, but I think when it comes to food. Um, I also have strong opinions that well, I will not be convinced of otherwise. Right. Right. I had to it, argue today about soup. Anyway. <laughs> about why it sucks. Yeah. Soup sucks. Yeah. I, like, I, I love that. Like, why do I like, I go like a oh, soup's terrible and people are like, what, what do you mean? fuck do you think i mean it sucks and like how like i just uh, like don't get it soup blows uh so yeah so again both of us enjoy cooking we cook a lot i mean i cook literally every day whether it's just dinner or lunch and dinner breakfast whatever i'm doing um but what i don't often do and i don't want to speak for you but i think what you also don't often do is bake I hate fucking baking. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of baking. <clears throat> I don't like, so there's a few reasons why I don't like baking and you can go back to your point, whatever. No, don't you're lo- good. This don't, is don't, this... don't, don't, don't lose your train of thought. No, we're good. So I don't like baking for a couple of reasons. Number one, whatever's in the house, I will fucking eat all of it. So it's like, if right. I make a tray of brownies, I'm eating a tray of brownies <laughs> Minus whatever Michaela has. Yeah. Yeah. There ain't no fucking leftover, like fucking yep. no way. So I don't love that because I know me and I have no self-control. <laughs> Two, if it is in front of me, I will eat it regardless of how good or bad it is. Or I got to throw it out. Pick right. like, like there's right. no in between for me. You know, fucking it's like crackhead over here. The other thing I don't like about baking is... Everything about baking has to be exact. And if it's not exact, you very rarely can get away with it. So it's like everything's got to be precise. Everything's got to be measured out exactly. Like you have to have all of the correct ingredients. Like... All of it's got to be right or else what you could end up with is borderline inedible. Right. And I know me, if I don't go to the store with the exact list of every ingredient and I don't buy every single thing, like if I sit there and go, oh, well, we got oil at the house. 
we won't have enough. Yep. Or, yeah, one stick of butter is probably enough. <clears throat> and then I didn't read far enough down where you need like a second stick of butter. Yeah. yeah. Shit like that. Yep. So yep. that's kind of why I don't. Um, you're not, you're not going to catch me like enjoying baking it because it, it, it's like, listen, I am not making like an artistry thing here. Like everything's got to be so exact. And if you don't follow the directions, what you're left with might not be edible. Whereas yeah, if I cook regular food um, and if I don't have fucking parsley, the dish is going to be fucking fine. Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't have baking powder, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Or if you have baking powder and you need baking soda, fucked. Those are not the same thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Plus flour, you have to like you're you're supposed to sift it and all that shit. I don't have fucking time for this shit. Yeah, it's an I make pizza crusts. Or pizza dough. Pizza dough. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I I mean, I think that can be less precise. Yeah, pizza dough and like bread in general. I know a lot of people that make their own bread. Like they they'll make like sourdough. I've oh sourdough is a whole thing though. Well, it's easy. Uh, don't you need a sourdough starter? Oh, I have no idea. I just thought it was easy. I don't think it is. I think like like if you want it to be correct and good, yeah. I think you need sourdough starter, and that shit takes like a while to ferment. And hmm. it's got to be like that's got to be done correctly. But I've made bread before. Like I used to, I used to I used to make it myself in college in the fucking yeah. dorm room. <laughs> like down the hallway yeah, to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah I yeah, used to make like bread. the share kitchen. Yeah, I used I used to make bread there. Yeah, I, don't I mean it's not how, that, but yeah. It's not overly hard. Yeah, but a loaf of bread is like this is the other thing though. It's like a loaf of French bread is like a dollar ninety nine, and it's going to be better when someone else does it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see no fucking. Bread that you get from a real bakery is going to be better than whatever you make. Yes. It's not like it's fresh pasta where fresh pasta packaged is fresh pasta, but it's not the same. Right. Right. And your pasta will probably suck in comparison. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I baked cookies today. And I did the whole thing from, from, scratch, from scratch. From scratch. So I found a recipe online for, I actually found it on Instagram um, for, I think it's like apple cider donut cookies or something like that, or caramel apple cider cookies. I think they're caramel apple, apple cider cookies, whatever. Um, so, I set out with the intention of making these cookies and I didn't really read the whole instructions nor like know what exactly I was getting myself into. Uh, but I was like, fuck it. I can do it. It's, it's, sure. Why not? Right. Um, this did not go well. I can already tell so you. So I started. So, <laughs> I mean, this is just kind of like a quick tangent. Um, I started at like one o'clock in the afternoon, one, one thirty, and they were ready at like six o'clock. Yeah. It's a whole fucking thing. So if I were to ever do these again, that's like an 8am start time for me. Like I'm going to do that in the morning 
and I'm just going to get it fucking done. So I did the whole thing and I start reading the directions and they're like, you know, I, I go through and do the smart thing, right? Like I take out all the ingredients and I lay everything out first and I have the bowl and chef reactions would be very proud because I only used one bowl. Uh, I use just one large mixing bowl. Um, but so I go and it's like, oh, the first step is once, once you get everything and once you go, it's um, add two sticks of butter to the bowl and cream it cream the butter. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Cream the butter. Like, I don't so I had to Google it and all it is, is like, you just whip it. So I get like the, the fucking hand mixer. Like it's an electric, yeah. electric hand mixer. I didn't, yeah. I didn't break out the fucking kitchen aid. Um, I don't even think we have one, but so I cream the butter, right. And I get that going. And then I read through all the instructions and it's like, add fucking, three quarters of a cup of granulated sugar and then three quarters of a cup of brown sugar and then mix. And then, so I do that. And then it's fucking just crumbs and making a mess. And then it's like, add your eggs and your vanilla extract and all this stuff. And I'm like following the list along as it's going and I'm doing it on my phone. So like my hands are messy and my phone, like the screen keeps locking and I have to like keep unlocking my phone because that's the thing, like baking, you have to do things in a particular order. It's not like, I'll just throw the eggs in whenever I want. It's like, nope, you got to mix this shit first and then put the eggs in and all this shit. So I go through, I'm doing it all, whatever. And then I get, you know, I get it to a point where like, it looks like mush. And, uh, and then I'm like, all right, cool. What's next? And I look and it's like, oh, add fucking whatever, three cups and plus of flour. So I go and I pull out the flour thing and I'm like, oh, fuck. I think we should have enough flour. <laughs> like, how much is a cup? And I pull the cup thing out and I'm like, yeah, we'll be good. So I get the three cups and it's like literally just enough. So I skated by there. But it's like one of those where, like you said, I did, like I knew what we needed and I knew we had what we needed but I didn't check to see if we had enough of what we needed. And like when I go to market basket this weekend, like grocery shopping, I'm going to buy a bag of flour because there's like maybe three tablespoons of flour left in there. Um, but or like that's that there's like probably half a cup. There's a half a cup of flour left, um, which gets you nowhere. Yeah. But also like when the fuck do I ever use flour? Like well, when I get the fucking urge to bake cookies. Yeah, when I make cookies and when I make a pizza, which I will do neither of those again until I next go to Market Basket. Um, so I just skated by on the flour uh, and I add that in. I start mixing everything up and then it gets fucking like clumped in the like the mixer. Like, oh, that's fucking dumb. Now I got to get a spatula and like yep. push it all sure out. Do. And then that does too big. So I'm using my fingers. My fingers are fucking covered in dough. And then I got to keep mixing it until it gets to be like what looks the consistency of cookie dough. So I finally get there and then I'm like, all right, cool. I think I got it. Now what the fuck am I supposed to do? Uh, oh, that was the whole thing before, before I even started any of that. Because they're apple cider cookies, I had to take five cups of apple cider put it in a sauce pot and reduce, reduce it, it let it for cool. like an hour 
Yeah, and then let it cool. <laughs> so that that was the first. That was actually the first step. I skipped the first step in in the story. So that took like a, probably about an hour to reduce five cups down to about. It ended up being like half a cup um, of of apple cider once it was fully reduced. Yeah, and then th- you let that sit, and then it's got to cool. And then you're like, all right, well, fuck. Then I put it in a uh, like a fucking measuring cup just to hold it. And it's like, all right, cool. Now I got that. And then that gets added into the cookie dough. So I finally get through all the steps, all the cookie dough's done. And then it's like, okay, well, now it needs to sit in the fridge for a half hour. Uh, so it'll be easier to like make it into like balls or whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I pop the thing in the fridge. I set a fucking timer for a half hour and I go, all right, cool. So then timer goes off, go back downstairs. I go, all right. I'm sitting there like, how am I supposed to know like roughly how big these are supposed to be? And the in the instructions, it says, use a cookie scooper. Like, I don't have a fucking cookie scooper. You have an ice cream scoop? So I used an ice cream scoop to scoop the the cookie dough and make it into balls. It's probably like twice the size. Yeah. Usually an ice cream scoop's like twice the size of a cookie scoop. Yeah. So so I uh I scooped it out, I made it into balls, and then it's like, oh, you have to uh roll them in the uh the fucking sugar dust or whatever. So it's like, all right, well now I gotta make that. So then I take a like a just a, a paper bowl and uh it's like a cup or three quarters of a cup of granulated sugar and then like three or four tablespoons of uh I use I it and I used pumpkin pie spice because the recipe was like you know whatever this much of allspice, this much of cinnamon, this much of fucking cardamom or this much of whatever. And if you look on the back of McCormick pumpkin pie spice, it's literally all those spices that you need that they ask for. So I was like, well, I'm not going to buy individual fucking containers of these and spend $20 (laughs) on spices that I'm going to use once and throw them away in two years. So I'll just buy the, the pumpkin pie spice, cut the corner and just throw that into the sugar. And sometimes so if you can find it, apple pie spice exists too. Yeah, that's a, that's what I was looking for, uh, but I couldn't find it. So I went with the pumpkin pie spice instead. Uh, but it's literally the, the exact ingredients that I needed. Like I said, it was uh, clove, allspice, uh, cinnamon, and nutmeg, I think are, are in the, the little tiny thing. So I mix that up, get that. Then you got to make the balls and then roll them in uh in the fucking sugar right the fucking seasoned sugar and then the instructions go oh well now that you have the balls now you're gonna layer them in a container uh with parchment paper and then they need to sit in the fridge for four hours like what the fuck like i don't have four hours like i'm gonna be eating cookies at fucking nine o'clock at night like this is dumb so like i scroll through the thing because it's one of those like website things and it has like a section of substitutions and changes and additions and things. And one of the things it said was, if you don't have four hours, <laughs> just fucking bake them. It's no, they said, put them in the freezer for one hour. 
So instead of four hours in the fridge, you put them in the freezer for an hour. So that's what I did. So I put them in a Tupperware, like I lay Tupperware containers with parchment paper and this I stick the I balls in there. This is why I don't fucking bake. Yeah. And I stick them in the freezer for an hour. And then finally, after all that is all done, I can fucking bake them. So then I take the balls out of the freezer. I put them on cookie sheets and I put them in the oven and they bake for like 13 minutes. And then they come out and then I have the leftover um, reduced apple cider. And then you take like half a stick of butter and melt the, the butter in there. And then you take a, a brush and brush the top of the cookies and then dust them again with the spiced sugar, if you will. And then finally, you top it with uh, caramel. So this is where I drew, I drew the line. So part of the recipe was to make, make your, your own, own caramel. caramel sauce. And I was like, I am not standing in front of the stove for an hour and a half stirring sugar water until it turns into caramel. Like my shoulder would fucking break in half. Like I'm not doing that. So we had, we had caramel sauce in the house. So I was like, I'm just using that instead. I, I don't give a shit. Um, so I bake the cookies, do the whole thing. They come out, put the, cover them with the apple butter, uh, put the more, you know, the spice sugar on top and then uh, drizzle the, the caramel sauce over the top. Holy fucking shit. They were absolutely delicious. Uh, was it worth the fucking six-hour endeavor uh, to make those cookies? Yeah. Yep, it was. It was worth the six hours that it took to make those fucking cookies. Um, would I do it again? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Um like maybe, right? Like I would need to be going somewhere, right? Like it would have to be like a party or a holiday thing, right? Where that would call for apple cider cookies or something like that. And I would do it at seven o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't do it at one o'clock in the afternoon so that they're done at like six or six 30. Um, but yeah, yeah, for certainly worth it. They were absolutely fucking delicious um, to the point where it's like, I've already eaten three. See, I would have eaten the entire thing. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, this apparently I can bake too, but I mean. Yeah, so this is. I'm here, not, not going to sit here thing. and toot my horn. Like, he, I think I'm a pretty good, like, I don't want to, I, I hesitate to use the word chef because obviously I'm not a professional, but like. I'm pretty good at chef activities. I think they call that. Hey, they they call that cooking. Cooking, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, don't, no, chef. Don't don't spruce it up there. No, chef activities. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty well adept at chef activities. Um, well, the funny thing is, you're fucking not because you don't cook on a fucking line. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. Fair. You're not you're not adept at chef act chef activities. You're fucking decent at cooking. Yeah. Yep. That's another way to say it, I suppose. Um, but like, I'm not, I'm not a baker. So, right? and, so and he, here's my thing. I don't want to like, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to diminish baking. <clears throat> the person that comes up with the recipe 
is the good baker. Anyone, so like what you, so to use you, to so what you did was you were a direction executor. Yes. And that's why I don't like, for me, I don't like give a fuck about baking because one, I just don't like, well, I don't like doing it. That's number one. Correct. And it's like. To say I'm good at baking is fucking fraudulent because I'm, I would be good at following someone else's recipe. Right. Now, if you're the recipe originator or if you don't, uh, follow a recipe beginning to end, like if you know a good cookie recipe and then you can freelance the last like whatever pieces like say you say you know like a good chocolate chip cookie recipe and you go all right so i'm going to mix in um instead of doing the chocolate chips i'm going to do m&ms and i'm going to mix in like macadamias whatever it's like okay you had you at least had the foresight to like do something whatever but Ultimately, it's still a direction following thing. Now, right. some of these people who can make cakes, or or if let, let's use your let's take let's take your recipe for a second for 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 uh, a second. So let's say you got to the point where you made, you had the balls rolled up and you put them in the freezer for an hour, and then you went and you go, all right, I want to make an icing, and it's like, all right, well, how do I make an icing? You take powdered sugar. sugar. Yeah, it's powdered sugar. Yeah, milk, cream, whatever. Mix it around and you let it like go. And maybe you know, again, I could be making this shit up. And you go, all right, so instead of the milk, I'm going to use some apple cider again. Bang, that's in there now. And you go, let me add some of the spices. Cool, that's in. So now you've got that. I'm starting to lean towards giving you a little bit more credit because you freelanced the icing. Like you took the base, the base was fine. And then, you know, freelance, like whatever. And that's why, like, ultimately it's like, I just, I don't, I don't get any joy from baking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, and there's only a few things that I believe can be made at home better than you can get at a bakery. And most often it's because it's something you can't find. So which like are one, these, which is why I, I decided to make these because I can't get these at a bakery. <clears throat> and that's like, well, so I guess that like if to split hairs, I'm not dogging your decision. Actually, I'm not dogging you at all. I wouldn't dog your decision because if you want the product, so you make the product if you can't find said product. Right. But if you were going like, I'm such a good baker, like, are you? Yeah. Like, you followed someone else's recipe. Like, yeah. Theoretically, any asshole can do that. Provided now, what most people don't do is they don't plan, they don't prepare, they don't do it correctly, they don't wait the four hours or the one hour in the fridge or scroll to the bottom to find it. They don't do something. Right. Or it's like, well, it says 350, but I kind of want to cook it faster, so I'll do it at 375. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. it said fucking <laughs> yeah. 350. Like, right, right, right. Um, 
so I think like Michaela, she folded, founded, she will never claim to be a cook, a baker, anything. She found a recipe for shortbreads. I think it was supposed to be like a copycat Ted Lasso kind of thing. Like and actual shortbread or sheep's brain? The 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 baked good. Just so we are clear. Because you know sheep's no. brain is also called shortbreads. Yeah, no, we didn't sit there, marinate them in the milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck we'd buy that. Yeah, shortbreads. Yeah. yeah. That's hey, that's something where it's like if God forbid I ever end up at a fucking Michelin star restaurant, don't offer it to me. Yeah, I'm good. Don't need I, it. I'm I'm good. Yeah, all set. Oh, shortbread. I love shortbread. Shortbread. That's why? a little weird to have before dinner. Yeah. Why is this, why is shortbread thirty seven dollars? <laughs> what kind of bread is almost forty bucks? That ain't bread. <laughs> I wonder if I would even like a Michelin star restaurant. Anyway, not the point. <laughs> but so we we made those one night. Like, um, I. I want to say we. I, I if I'm mis if I'm misremembering, that's fine. Fucking slander, whatever. I want to say we teamed up to do it, and like I got the stand mixer, so she was probably reading off directions, and we were probably either both or I was dumping stuff in there. I don't remember it, it but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. And those are pretty good because generally speaking, you can only get shortbread in like packages it's not very often you can go to a bakery and they have bars of shortbread also how often do i go to a fucking bakery not very not very even my italian store they have a section for baked goods never go over there yeah yeah um plus they wouldn't have shortbreads i don't think maybe they got panettone (laughs) oh sick we're coming into panettone season i already saw it dude i saw it at costco yeah it's fucking just burn it, throw it like, ugh. if you gun to head, you have to choose one <laughs> and you don't have the option of saying, pull the trigger. Would you rather eat panettone or candy corn? Oh, panettone. Definitely. That's yeah. Easy. I think I probably that's actually, would that's actually super easy. Yeah. See what you should have asked me was, Panettone out of a box or yeah, struf- box. or, or struffily, and then I wouldn't know which one. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, I already know they're gonna. Ha- I I gotta keep going. To the- I I I gotta. If they got a fucking struffily, I might fucking bring one to my mother and be like, here, here you go. Thanks, yeah, thanks for having this around the fucking house when I was a kid. Me thinking it was gonna be good. <laughs> it tastes like shit. It's like honey and air. Yeah. Mmm. Um, although like actual fresh panettone, I didn't have like a Christmas one. I had an Easter one. It was fucking unbelievable. I forget what it was called. Well, yeah. I mean, essentially when it's fresh, it's just, um, it's kind of similar to like a rum cake. So the, the, the Easter one I had. Yeah was closer to like um bunt bunt cake i don't know why i thought i said i just said rum cake closer to a dessert challah bread okay wow it was fucking awesome yeah 
Yeah, one of my mom's neighbors to, makes rum cake. Yeah, wait, I think we had it, right? I think we had it at one in Mansfield at one point. Maybe. Um and it's fucking good. I'm gonna look up the Easter Panatone right now. But yeah, anyway. Um how did I get on Panatone? Uh, cause it's fucking that time of year. No, it's... we were talking about baking and I was making fun of like how people just follow directions. How the fuck did I get over? Oh, yeah. uh, well, cause that's part of the thing too. Like when I cook stuff, it's like, sometimes people will be like, Oh, like, you know, do you have a recipe for that or whatever? And it's like, no, I don't like, well, what do you mean? Like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? You run into like one of those situations. Like. I just kind of like me personally, like I cook to taste, right? Like you make something, you taste a little bit and you're like, "Mm, needs a little bit more salt, right? And you throw that in there and you cook it up a little bit more and you're like, I don't know, maybe needs a little bit more fucking red pepper, right? Like you just kind of, you figure it out as, as you go and you taste it and you're like, it's kind of, it's missing something. Colomba, like, that's the Easter Panettone. Ah, Colomba, fucking awesome from an actual bakery. Yeah, <clears throat> and not out of a box. Not out of a box. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like the other thing too with cooking is like generally I have to. So like the first time I did a carbonara, followed the recipe to a T. Mm-hmm. Second time I did a carbonara, followed the recipe to a T. Third time I did a carbonara, I added burnt ends to it. Like yeah. we couldn't be any further away. From, well, we could, but like we are far, <laughs> far away, right, from what a carbonara is. And you just like can't. The, there's certain cases when you can, but there's certain like you just kind of can't do that with baking now if you want to make a compelling argument it's like oh it's carbonara it's still eggs it's still cheese it's still pasta yeah you're right but like what is the me adding burn end equivalent to fucking cookies right like like cupcakes are the closest thing because you can add and like this is like i know like cupcakes were like the hot thing probably 12 years ago but cupcakes you take a base and you can do a thousand fucking things with it. That right. shit actually takes some skill. But like cookies, you really can't fuck with because if you fuck with them too much, they don't cookie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, the cupcake, you can stuff it with frosting. Yeah. Right? You, like the thing you, you can, can pop, you can pop the middle and yeah. fill it. You can have different. Um, you can have twelve different vanilla cupcakes with twelve different frostings yeah, on be, it, and it's a completely different cupcake. You could do twelve different fillings in twelve different frostings. Yeah, like yeah. that, and then like you could top certain thing. Like if you do like like uh, like you could do like almonds on top, like. There's a lot of stuff you can do there. And it's like, you can do a cream cheese icing. You can do a regular icing. You can do what, like, again, yeah. there's so many things you can do there. But again, it's like, if you have a good cookie recipe, you shouldn't fuck with it. So it's like, again, like, how good is it? Right. And again, there'll be a couple examples. Like you can make some cheesecake brownies that are fucking lights out. But a lot of times bakeries are better. And that's like 
kind of the part that's like tough for me. Yeah. Yeah. That I think, I think it's a lot easier to replicate a meal from a restaurant than it is replicate a dessert from a bakery, right? Like I'm not saying that I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to outcook fucking Davio's right. The head chef at Davio's. I'm not, I'm not, but like the odds of me cooking something that could be considered restaurant quality are a lot higher than me baking something that would be like sold at an actual fucking bakery. I don't know if I love the example, but the point, yeah. So the point stands though, because like, there's a lot of things that you can do at like, like with cooking, like even burn ends. So let's just take burn ends. So traditionally you take a brisket, you cook it whole, you use some of your slices and then whatever the piece of the brisket is, that doesn't really present well or doesn't really like slice well you can chop it up into cubes you put it back in the smoker after you cover it with barbecue sauce and brown sugar and usually they use like coke like traditionally like that's just like again this we're speaking traditionally and i actually think that that's probably the least efficient and maybe least desirable form of burn ends that burn ends can take because you could skip a step and if you have brisket you could cut it beforehand now it's easier to cook it cooks in a fucking realistic amount of time right it's not going to take away too much unless you're cooking the whole fucking thing and you're like again whether you're a restaurant a whole barbecue whatever you can cook the whole thing and then you can do whatever you want with that after. Like if you like a specific type of barbecue sauce, I've done teriyaki before, like whatever you want. It's just going to end up being fucking sweet and sticky. Yep. You could do this with pork belly. You could do this with, you could do the poor man's versions like chuck roast, right? Pork butt, like, I have made burn ends like multiple times and I have never done them what would be like traditional. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have either. You just don't need to. Yeah. And like, yeah, there'll be some purists like, oh, it's got to be done this way. And I'm like, nope, no, it doesn't. But if you want (laughs) to cook it for me, I'll eat it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, baking, you, you just get like, baking's just tough. Baking stuff. Yeah. It's not my favorite. Again, like I said, it it took way too fucking long. There's a woman at the gym, though. She makes, uh, I think, has she made raspberry bars every year? I don't know if she's made them every year or if she makes different things each year. I kind of forget. Top of my head. They are fucking awesome. So it's like. I would actually argue that if she's not a good baker, she's a good raspberry bar maker. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't like, again, I I don't know where the fuck I would find that. They are fucking awesome. You know what this did kind of um, open my eyes to a little bit is that now 
I completely understand why my grandparents had two kitchens. Because <laughs> my so my grandmother used to cook like I mean I think I've I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before like my grandmother used to cook everything from scratch like ev like everything was fucking scratch like nothing came out of a fucking box out of a jar out of nothing so it was like you know. It, and she made everything. She would bake desserts. She would cook dinners. She would do all kinds of shit. And it's like, if you want to make cookies, well, I don't know. She would do them in the downstairs kitchen and like take all fucking day. And then when it was time to make dinner, she has the upstairs kitchen ready to make dinner. And then she's cooking dinner there too. So it's like, it's, it's things, it's shit like that where it's like, ah, now I get it. Cause like you do a lot of fucking cooking. Like, she literally was cooking all the fucking time. Dude, just on Sunday, I like, and I had to shop on, I don't love shopping on Sundays. I would much rather do it on Friday or Saturday. Just so happened this week, it just didn't work out. So, dude, I was in that kitchen for fucking ever. <laughs> and I've heard, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was like a, I don't know if this goes back to Cribs days or if this was something special. Like Bobby Flay said that he's got two dishwashers in his house <laughs> because he will use when he cooks at home, he uses fucking everything. Yeah. And I was fucking feeling that. <laughs> and this is the thing is I'm not even making that much stuff from scratch. Yeah. Like I really don't like. Most things I don't like to do. Like, I don't like making my own pasta. Once upon a time, I did it. Once upon a time, I made my own bread. Like, I used to do that shit all the time. I can't fucking do it anymore. Right. And then it's like, never mind on a Sunday. Like, I'm prepping all my food for the week. It's like, I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. And the house is like fucking 12 degrees warmer than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole downstairs gets fucking hot. It's and then like, it's oh, like, I don't even was, have to turn the heat on. There was a Sunday where I, I cooked Michaela's food too. And I'm like, I did like the count. I'm like, I just cooked like 20 pounds worth of food. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how the hell did you just do this? So. I don't need two kitchens, but I can definitely relate to a uh, big kitchen. Two dishwashers is insane. I can't, I don't need that. But two ovens, sign me up. Two ovens in a six burner, sign me up. Yeah. And I will still find a way to run out of room. Yeah, probably. Probably. So much. <laughs> yeah, there's just, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot that can go into it. And there's all and I'm saying there's a lot of things I don't do. Like I don't deep fry anything. Like some people deep fry in the house. I don't deep fry anything. Right. Yeah, I don't Again, either. I don't I've deep got, fry. I don't I got this I got the stand mixer and I don't use it. I don't sous vide anything. No, sous vide. I, that's all yeah. Sous vide is another one. Not Generally, that that's not, like ex like more things but it's like you got to use a fucking pot and water and the fucking thermometer like thermostat or whatever sous vide you need a machine for that so i think the water has to circulate oh really if you want if you want to do it right i think you need to. yeah 
Well, yeah, because then it would keep the water at a consistent temperature throughout yeah. all of it versus like the water on the bottom is hotter and shit like that. Yeah. From the burner, right? But yeah, I, I don't do that. Too much. So I've seen, um, I mean, I, you see all this shit on Instagram. I've seen someone, I don't know if it counts. I think it does count technically as sous vide. But they do a sous vide in like olive oil. Like they it's weird. So it's not that it's not a traditional so you, sous vide like in a vacuum bag. Cause right, because that's part of it too. You have to say wait, are, you are vacuum you, seal the whatever still, in a bag. Are you still bagging this thing? Yeah, no. I've I've seen someone it's not? cook. Yeah, but it's not hot oil, right? Like it's not a deep fry. It's like warm oil. Like, I don't know. Like, what what is the temperature that, of a deep that, fry? Like, does it have to be like 300 degrees to be a, a I want to say deep fries like right around 350. So, like, maybe this oil's like 200. That might count as a confit. That, uh, yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Because like a garlic confit, usually throw the garlic cloves in, cover the cover the cloves in oil, and then bake it for right fucking ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can get fucking wild with some of that stuff. I don't do that. I don't do shit like that either. Like I saw, like Chef Reactions was talking about garlic. Yeah, and he's like, oh, just confit your garlic and oil and i'm like i don't want to do that because then you get garlic oil and then you just like finely mince the gar i'm like i don't i don't i don't, don't want to do that yeah i don't want to do that <laughs> i don't i don't want to do that that's Although, a big thing now the, the garlic was starting to piss me off because i i got a lot of laziness and i'm like this is this is not doing it for me and then it got to the point that i was like act actively not using it I'm like, yeah. okay, this has got to go. Yeah. It's different. It doesn't it doesn't get the job done for me. No. It's not the same. It's like noticeable. And yeah. I can't quite describe it. I don't know. It it there's something something's off. And yeah. I'm just going to get either the and I used to always um press it because uh, I had a presser in Mansfield. I broke it. Yeah. I don't remember where or when. Um, so I'm either going to get a press or I'm going to get a microplane because I fucking hate chopping garlic. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate it. I don't mind it. I can't get it thin enough. It's almost like Goodfellas. <laughs> like you almost need the razor blade. So I yeah. can't, I yeah. can't get it. I can't get it thin enough with a knife to like melt away. And you know, you just sit there and like you mince the ever living fuck out of it and it's like stuck on the knife and stuck here and God forbid the fucking cutting board has a ridge in it. It's like, yeah, this makes blows. your hands sticky. But see, I don't like the press because I fucking hate cleaning the press. It's impossible to get it out of the press. I forget what I used to do. There was something I did. I had a way. Because then also I feel like you lose a bunch of it. Like it gets stuck in the press, you know what I mean? Like, I was always okay at punching it through. How did I always clean that thing? 
I don't know. Oh, you know what I think one of my keys was? Because like when when you press, like it does like there is like a skin that gets left behind. Yeah. You gotta press all of your garlic, whether it's like four or five cloves, push them all through. And then it's easier to get the skins out that way. Hmm. I don't know if again, I don't know if I'm gonna get a press or a microplane. Or I guess I guess it's a zester. Microplane's a brand, it's like a Kleenex, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I gotta get something though. I fucking hate chopping garlic. You just use a mandolin so that like when it gets to the bottom, you can slice your fucking fingers off. Yeah, I mean, at that rate, I'll just fucking get a guillotine and shove my head through it. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, well, that's uh, sarcasm speaks on food, I guess. Or cookies and baking and cooking and all kinds of crazy shit. Um, what else we got here? Uh, oh, so I guess before we get into this other thing, um, keeping it on, online with food here, uh, recently, I don't know if you saw this, but, but do you, do you watch hot ones at all on YouTube? Um, I enjoy it. Amy and I watch it from time to time. We, we only watch it when there's a a guest that like we would actually like right like we don't watch the show hot ones just to watch it we watch it for the guests to to see like who's on it um like john bernthal was on it we watched that one burt kreischer um rob lowe like i said like when it's a good guest we'll watch it um jennifer lawrence was on one not too long ago she was pretty good she actually became a meme like that whole like like what do you mean what do you mean like that's from hot ones like that was that was pretty good um so yeah so they and obviously we did the a fucking similar hot wing challenge ourselves so you guys can find that on youtube if you go back and and search it um that was quite what a fucking debacle that was that was quite the fucking experience that was a fucking circus yeah for sure um so, so classic too that Michaela ended up being fucking friendly fire on that one. Yeah, she was the one that got fucking sauce in her eye. <laughs> she got fucking pepper sprayed. Didn't um, eat one wing, got sauce in her eye. Yep, yep. So they have all these different sauces, right? They have they have this thing called the last dab, which is like their last hot sauce. It's the hottest one. It's all this stuff. Well, now. Recently, um, the guy's name is Smokin' Ed or something like that, or like Spicy Ed. I don't know. Some it's some stupid fucking. His name is Ed, but his nickname is like something like that. It's like Smoky Ed or Smokin' Ed. Um, he is a pepper farmer, and he is the guy that invented the Carolina Reaper, which was until very recently, the hottest pepper ever recorded. Until, like I said, very recently, um, let me see if I can find the actual um, Scoville units on this. But 
where what are they called it's first we feast is the instagram <clears throat> i think they just posted about it potentially uh oh they post a lot okay i found it so uh yeah it is smoking ed smoking ed curry is the guy's name he invented the carolina reaper um he now created what's called pepper x so pepper x is a um hybrid of a carolina reaper and then like some mystery pepper that like no one really knows what it is um so apparently the the carolina reaper was also a hybrid between uh i don't know some other fucking some like indian pepper and i think maybe like a ghost pepper or something like that um but yeah so like carolina reaper was fucking nuts and then now we got pepper x which is are you ready for this it is what is that 2 million 693,000 scoville units so like basically 2.7 million scovilles that sounds warm is fucking nuts so let me see if i can find can they combine that pepper with dip spit to uh <laughs> yeah da bomb and enhance the bomb um i wonder i don't remember the sauces that we used but i feel like yeah i don't at this point i don't really remember either i feel like mad dog 357 was the last one And that's 357,000 Scoville units. Yeah, truthfully, I don't, I couldn't even tell you. And this is 2.7 million. million. No, 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 definitely not. I think we, we capped it right, right at there, the 357,000 Scoville units. And this is 2.7 million. And at that point, it's like, why? Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm not in, but, I'm not I, I'm not interested and I'm not impressed either. It just feels dumb. Right? It does. That's I mean. It's it's just it's too much. Just it's insane. It is way too much. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just don't like spicy stuff enough. Because I saw this that thing. That shit's fucking crazy. Uh, I forget where I where I read this, but they said that um, Smoking Ed is the only person, or he's like one of like seven people, or something like that, like a small handful of people that have actually eaten an entire Pepper X. And he said that it was the most miserable experience of his life. He oh, said, good. He, yeah. So can I get some of that? Yeah. Like, why? No, thank you. Fuck that. And so like the whole thing with hot ones, right, is like their their last sauce now is now the hot ones. Like it's called the experience because it's made with the pepper X. 
But like knowing that it's 2.7 million Scoville units, it's probably like a tiny piece of the pepper. Like they definitely don't use a whole pepper X when they make this hot sauce. I don't think you can. It'd be inedible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not, just not interested, not impressed. I just don't care. That's yeah. That's, I remember like wherever I read it, it said like he de- he dealt with uh, extreme gastrointestinal issues for like a day. Oh, awesome! Yeah, and it's again it why right like. Who cares? <laughs> like, why would you want to do that to yourself? You're asking the wrong person because I fucking wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of bummed I can't find where um, where I read that article for from, but it's out there somewhere. I remember reading it, and I just remember it being like, a very not pleasant experience. And as I read it, like as I'm reading what he said about it, I was just like, why Why would you even eat it? So. I'm out on 2.7 million. Yeah, 2.7 million Scovilles. Fuck that. I'm all set. Well, there's issues too. Like, did you hear there was a kid in Massachusetts that died recently? From like what? two months, maybe like two months ago from that, the Pocky, the one chip challenge. Have you seen those? It's like no. this company called Pocky. It's like P-A-Q-U-I. Um, and it comes, it's literally like a package of one chip and you like peel the thing off and there's like a big warning on the inside. It's like, this is extremely hot, like blah, blah, blah. Don't do this. Don't do that. Whatever. Like understand what you're getting yourself into, whatever. And it's called the one chip challenge. And there was like some 16 year old kid in Massachusetts. I don't know where in Massachusetts, but I remember seeing it on uh, Instagram and Twitter and he ate the chip and fucking died like four hours later. Yep. I'm all good. Yeah. I'm all set with that. So. I wonder. Um, cha- uh, one chip challenge. Kid died. Massachusetts. I kind of want to just find out what city he was in. Massachusetts investigates teens death. Um Concern over spicy chip challenge as sales are halted. <laughs> oh, you mean so. it killed a guy? So they're gonna they're gonna halt sales. That's so odd. Yeah. Um. Oh, apparently it's Worcester. The death of a Massachusetts teenager after his family said he ate an extremely spicy tortilla chip has led to an outpouring concern about social media challenge, prompted retailers to pull the product from their shelves at manufacturer's request. Yeah, he died September 1st. He was in 10th grade. He was probably like 16. Yep. 15. 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. We, we 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 need that chip to exist. And actually, we need stuff that's hotter. That's that's what we need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need the Pepper X. Yeah, it was Worcester. That sucks. So that's that. Um, I'm gonna wrap this up. We can wrap that this time. up. So as I spoke about the immaculate grid in a previous episode, yes, um, I am happy to inform everyone that I am smarter than the immaculate grid, which I am now addicted to. I've gotten to the point where I've played the football ones so much that I've now switched over to baseball because I don't want to, I don't want to burn all of the football ones yet. So I'm like, Oh, let me try baseball. Baseball's hard, especially when you don't watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I am I am smarter than the Immaculate Grid. So there was a um there was a quadrant that was Patriots Cardinals. Now, you say Patriots Cardinals, and Chandler Jones is the easy one. Right. So I was look I was looking for rarity here. Well, who was involved in the Chandler Jones trade? Jonathan Cooper. Yeah. Guard, North Carolina, whatever. Came up red. Went and looked it up. I'm fucking right. I've had that happen a couple times. Yeah. I'm smarter than the fucking game. Because I yeah. looked it up and I made sure because there was <clears throat> like, because I, I start getting goofy with um, like, especially Super Bowl winners. Because anybody on that Super Bowl team can be included. Right. So it's like, um, take like the Bears Super Bowl. Um, no, not the Bears. The Bears lost the Super Bowl. The Colts Super Bowl. And say you pick a D-end that you knew was on that team. Right. But the guy was hurt and didn't play in the Super Bowl. They don't count it. Oh, so that's like, So yeah. that's like a semantic. Yeah. Jonathan Cooper played for both teams. Yes. I'm fucking right. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I said, I've had that happen a couple times. Like I said, I've played, I can look it up. There's like 92 like of these things, right? Like there's 92 days of of things. I've played all the way down to like 63. Yeah, well, in and I've had that happen a couple times where I'm like, no, that guy definitely played for both teams. And I look it up and he did. And then they don't have it listed. Well, I've had to. There's been a couple times, though, where I'm like, that that guy fucking played for that team. I fucking know it. And like I go back and it's again, it's usually the it's usually like the Super Bowl games. Like they didn't play in the Super Bowl game. Yeah. So then it doesn't count. Or um The Patriots had somebody else that I did. And they made the roster. They were on the active roster, but they never got into a game. And then they oh, went yeah. on IR. So I was like, ah, fuck. I guess I go, technically, I'm wrong right there because yeah. they never actually. I, I don't remember who the player was. Um, And like, you know, it, a simple one is like if you put Antonio Brown on the Raiders, it's like, no, that doesn't work. He never played. Right. Right. So there's been a couple where I'm like, no, I'm fucking right. And then I look it up and it's like, no, you're actually not. But 
There was Jonathan one Cooper. of them. Jonathan Cooper was my big one. There was one of them where I got wrong. And it was because the guy was on the practice squad. It was like yeah. a kicker. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is the like, guy never made he never made it to or if you like, like play so the game. If you ever put like Reggie Wayne on the Patriots, well, he retired in training camp. Right. Um, but I'm trying to think of I can't I, I so seriously off the top of my head. Like I know like Tommy Harris for the Bears, like he went to that Super Bowl. Oh, but they didn't win. They lost that Super Bowl. But either way, he didn't play in the game. So it's like yeah. um it's like a couple weird semantics, but there was one that I got. Maybe it was the baseball one. Um, but there was one person that I got, and it was like 0.6%. <laughs> I think the lowest I've gotten is 0. 0.6. Yeah, yeah. I think I got a 0. 0.6. I've got a couple 0.8s, but 0. 0.6 is the lowest I've gotten. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Like I said, it, I've played so much recently. I had um, a I had a Cedric Benson Bengals Packers point yeah. eight. <laughs> I think I don't know whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Um, and I can't find it like off the top of my head. Like I don't remember which one it was because I again I played. Oh, that well I got a one percent one. I hit one percent on this one was uh, Patriots Seahawks. And I had lawyer Malloy. Yep. And it was I one. I didn't remember him playing for one one percent Seattle. Like some of the some of them are pretty fun. Like when you can pull off something like that, where you're going, where you're, it's like goofy. Oh, I had another one percent. Was uh, the Lions and the Raiders was Duran Harmon. <laughs> yep. Well, that's where you can that's where you can get the obscure ones is when it's Patriots or if all you need is a Super Bowl player. So it's like, yeah, I don't even know who I picked for like some for some of like the Super Bowl guys, like obviously like New England, Joe Cardona and like right. that. Yeah. like that's low. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's a lot. It's harder with other. It's harder with the other fan bases, and it's also harder with like, so like, uh, like I ended up hitting on this one at some point, but like, you know, I used like Aaron Brooks for the Saints, and I'm like, yeah. oh, well, he was. I go, he was pretty good, but like. Was he three thousand yards in a season? Good, <laughs> and it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, some of those guys, it's like uh, I don't know. But the good thing, of, well, the fun thing about those is you always have the guys that were like the career journeyman that you know you could like. Well, it guess I guess it could hurt, help you and hurt you, right? Like I'm thinking like a. Uh, like a Josh McCown and Luke McCown, really. But then also like Charlie Whitehurst. Fitzpatrick. Um, yeah. Fitzpatrick. 
Yeah, but like, that's the thing with like Fitzpatrick is if you try to go like obscure, it's like, well, did he throw for three thousand with the Jets, or did he throw for three thousand with the Texans, or what did he do? Oh with the no, Titans? I only like, I only use him for like the crossover teams. Oh yeah, you know if it's like Buffalo and fucking I don't know Jacksonville, right? It's like oh Brian Fitzpatrick. <laughs> But yeah, I'd like, like I run through, like when I do it, I run through like the positions in my brain. It's like, I'll see like, uh, you know, 49ers and Redskins and it's like, all right, well, all right. Who Alex went Smith all the- is the easy one. Right. Right. It's like, well, Alex Smith. Yeah. You start with quarterback and you're like, all right, who have been the quarterbacks? Okay. All right. And then it's like, well, who are the running backs? And then sometimes I get fucking pissed because I'm like, I know there was a safety that played for Detroit, that then played for Oakland. And I just can't fucking remember his name. Like I know, and then I'll just hit like, or I'll get to the end and I'll go look at the list of names. And it's like, oh shit, Duran Harmer. You know what I mean? Like it's whoever the safety was. And it's like, obviously that's who that fucking was. And I just couldn't think of his name. Have you completed one yet? Nine out of nine? Yeah. Oh yeah, I've gotten a bunch of nine out of nines. I've only done it once, and I did it uh, on grid number seventy-five. So I got that one. So it was like across mine, the mine. Also, so I do mine in incognito so that it doesn't save. That way, if I like, oh, go you back can go them, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so across the top, it's. Uh, Eagles, Steelers, Pro Bowl. I'll go do. I'll do it right now. Hold on. Okay. All right. What is it seventy-five? Yeah, grid number seventy-five. <clears throat> uh, 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 this is gonna take me a second. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to fly through this one, so let's not worry about that. <laughs> so across the say- top is Eagles, Steelers, Pro Bowl, and then across the side is. Cardinals, Jets, Panthers. So Eagles, Cardinals, Josh McCown. Again, I like I always look yeah, to use Josh McC- I always try and use Josh McCown somewhere. Um Steelers, Cardinals. I had Rashad Mendenhall, the running back. Oh, come on. So I I to jump ahead, the middle one, Jets, Steelers. Yeah. I put Michael Vick. That that's eleven percent. I thought I was fucking big braining that one. Yeah, well, eleven percent is good because I used Michael Vick for the Jets Eagles, and that, and that definitely got 20, more than eleven. That was twenty nine percent because people That's, remember him on the Eagles. Yeah, um, my Steelers Jets was Santonio Holmes. Uh, did and that then, get more than eleven? Did that get less than eleven? That was twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. That that that's yeah. that makes sense. So then my Cardinals Pro Bowl was Kurt Warner that only got 8%. I was surprised that he only got 8%. But yeah. I mean, I guess Larry Fitzgerald is probably going to. Yeah, he's going to get a lot of it. Going to get more. Um, so I already said Eagles Jets was Vic. Um, Steelers Jets was Holmes. And then Jets Pro Bowl, I went to Rel Revis. That was 22%. And then. CJ Mosley is only 2%. Yeah. <laughs> And then the bottom row was uh, is all the Panthers. So Panthers, Eagles, Miles Sanders, right? That was fifty nine percent. He's active right now. Yeah, I've um, noticed that too. Is like with an active guy, 
um, it, like no matter how crappy you think it is or how obscure, it's like if the person's active, it gets yeah. a little more. Because like I just did uh, Panthers Pro Bowl, Julius Peppers, which that's what I did. Four percent, four percent. He's a fucking legend. Like yeah, he's a Hall of Fame. Yeah, defensive end. And I had yeah, I did the same thing, Julius Peppers. Um, and then the Steelers, Panthers, I had D'Angelo Williams, which was 55%. So, I mean, my I lowest, pulled, I, I just pulled a 2% Panthers Eagles, Rodney Pete. Oh shit. Wow. That's a great <laughs> one. The greatest got, what was it? The greatest damn sports show. Uh, like the that. best, the best, best damn, damn sports, sports show, period. show period. Yeah. That's what it was. Rodney Pete, Rob Dibble. Uh, Tom Arnold. <laughs> what was what? Uh, what was your Panthers Steelers? D'Angelo Williams. How much? Fifty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Green, twenty-four. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, Rashad Mendenhall is seven percent, but I mean, yeah. I had McCown. McCown for Eagles Cardinals was four percent. And I I did have Julius Peppers too for four percent. So so I got I got to go with a high one on that because I can't. I'm trying to do again. I'm trying to match you on the front. So I went Zach Ertz. That's forty four. Like I knew that yeah. was going to be a lot. So my score was two oh eight. My rarity score. Yeah. Do you want lower on the rarity score? Yes. Yeah. yeah the okay. lower the lower the rarity score. Um, I've had a couple better. in in the hundreds. That's pretty good. I think 208 is the lowest I've ever gotten. And it also happens to be the only grid I've ever completed. Yeah, I want to say I've had like a 188 or a 185 or something. Yeah. I've gotten some fucking goofy ones though. <laughs> like, yeah, Rodney Pete. Yeah. <laughs> but like, this Rodney is what I Pete's mean. a good one. But this is what I mean though. So it's like CJ Mosley, 2%. He's still playing for the team. He's a middle linebacker on the defense. Right. That's what people don't think about, though. Right. Because, like, I was thinking they'll cross their D-line, too. Or, like, even hitting DeBrickishaw Ferguson. Like, I don't know what that would have been for a percent, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, like, one of them, I forget, the grid number 70. It's Super Bowl champ, and it's the Giants. I put in Michael Strahan, and I got 4%. Yeah, because they're thinking Eli, Plaxico. Right. David uh, Tyree, right? The guy he made yeah. the catch. Like, yeah. But you well, would think Black, Michael Strahan. Plaxico would have been good Jets. Uh, yeah. Jets Steelers. Yep. See, I think he went to the Jets like later on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's, it's a fun game. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm fucking addicted. Play all the time. <laughs> like I said, I had to switch to baseball, so I didn't get through all of the fucking football ones. I would have been through it because I didn't have Wi-Fi for a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, two days. Yeah. I was ripping through it. <laughs> That's when I got a bunch of nines. It's I was I probably did. I don't know. Sometimes they take me a while. Like it might take me like 20, them. like 20 minutes to finish one. Yeah, you can't rip through them. That's why, like, I like wanted to pull this up, but like, I'm not going to finish this one out because, like, again, I'm already spending too much time not figuring out who's played James Conner has. Yeah. 
Yeah, like James Conner, forty five. But like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a lot to like try to actually like pull these off. Yeah, and it's hard to pull them off with some rarity because sometimes what I'll do is like the first one will click, and I'll be like, you know what? Let me just kind of wait on that because like I'll throw in a high, like I don't mind like I'll throw in a high number if I have to. But like, oh, if I can beat that, I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that too sometimes. All right. Well, uh, my final thought is, uh, I guess it'll be a pretty quick one. Also still on the the theme of food here. Um, I bought the Matt Chatham seasoning, uh, the beefcake one. I've had that. I think I just finished mine. So the butcher shop downtown in North Attleboro carries the, the seasonings. Um, so I bought the beefcake one. They also have the gold gold barbecue or whatever the fuck it's called gold 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 bark yeah gold bark um it's pretty good it is good i like it i so i made i smoked a uh roast beef the other day and sliced it to make roast beef sandwiches um and i rubbed the the roast with the beef cake and it came out pretty good yeah i so, like the beef cake it's different i don't yeah. know if it's like fennel there's something, there's something yeah. that pops and I don't, I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like so almost it's, something that's like almost sweet. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know what yeah. you mean. I don't know what it is though, but it's good. It's very good. I like it. So I think I might find, I might've found myself a new uh, steak seasoning here. So uh, shout out to Matt Chatham, local guy, former Patriot. So he doesn't have a red jacket, does he? No, 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 no. He was a special teamer yeah, for most of his time. He's just a guy that's involved with the deal because he's on, he was on broadcast and all kinds of stuff. He, he stayed local. I think he's originally from Pennsylvania or something like that. He went to like South Dakota. Oh, really? For school. Wow. Yeah. What teams did Jack grab? Is it South Dakota State? Yeah. He might have been a Jack Rabbit. The green and gold, right? Mm, maybe not. No, so, is that North Dakota is State? There a, is there a red? Yeah, that no, that's North Dakota. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's North Dakota State. Because that's Lance, where Carson that's Wentz. where Carson Wentz went. Yeah, it was green and gold. So maybe it is South Dakota. The Jackrabbits. Yes. South Dakota State is the Jackrabbits. Yep. He, I think he went to South Dakota, the Coyotes, because I think it's red. Okay. Whatever. That's where he went to school. Yeah. Regardless, small school. Yeah. So, yeah, local guy. Shout out to him. He lives, like, not that far from me. He's in, uh, I think he's in Rentham, like, on, like, the Rentham-Plainville area. So, uh, check it out if you guys are in the area and you see it anywhere. So I, I think it says, it. yeah, it's at Big Y. Um, you can order online too. Yeah, I think it's just called Matt Chatham's Barbecue. No, something. it's got a name. It's like it has his name on it though. It says yeah, it Matt does. Chatham. It does. But I think the I think the brand is like Rub Smoke. Oh yeah, Rub Smoke Love. Yep, something like right. that. Yeah. So shout out to those guys, local guys. Um, 
but yeah, that's, uh, that's going to do it for us. So thank you all for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, don't forget to subscribe, hit that button up top, uh, hit the like button down below, uh, keep spreading the word, tell everybody, you know, about the show. Uh, if you're an audio only listener, uh, subscribe over there as well. You can leave us five stars and a review on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, so if you could do that, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. Uh, we're on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. Website is sarcasmspeaks.com. You go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, while you're buying shit, you can go to noonbrew.com. Use the promo code in the show notes to get 10% off your order every single time you check out. Uh, also, we have mybookie.com. Uh, use the promo code sarcasmpod when you sign up with mybookie.com and they will double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. And then lastly, we have the ice pod. Uh, so if you go to podcompany.com again, use the promo code below in the show notes, uh, you'll get $10 off and free shipping for your purchase of an ice bath over there. So uh, that is going to do it for us until next time. Good night, everybody.